During the month of December, we've been going through uh, the Christmas story, but looking at it at different angles. You know, Christmas is, it's the hardest message, one of the hardest messages to prepare, um, Christmas and Easter, because everybody in here, you, you know the Christmas story. Um, you put the manger out, uh, or, you know, the nativity scene, most likely when you were growing up, and uh, you've heard this story somewhere. Either grandma or grandpa told it to you, or mom or dad, um, but this story is very familiar. But what we've been doing, though, in December is we're looking at the untold stories of Christmas, because the manger scenes always look so happy. You know, the, the, the angels are flying, and the shepherds are just stoked to be there, and there's gleaming lights, and everything just looks really, really clean and perfect. Um, and, but, but we've been digging in a little bit deeper, and we're finding that there's, there's more to the story. And tonight, I, I want to read out of Matthew's, uh, his account of the, Jesus' birth. And, and what I, I want us to just see before we read it together, Matthew's about 12 verses there in Matthew 2, is he brings in a character that nobody else does. And we're going to talk about them tonight. They're known as the wise men. But every detail that these writers give, it, they're, it's very important. And they could have put all kinds of details in the story, but there's, there's always a reason why what made it in the text made it there. And so I want, to, I want to look at it. We're going to read it together. Uh, Matthew 2. It says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod. And Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we've come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and he found out from them exactly when that star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him. How do you know he doesn't want to worship him, right? Well, you know that story. So we got a lying politician, okay? So nothing new there. After they had heard the king, they went on, uh, after they had heard the king, they, they went on their way, and the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped right over the place where they saw the child with his mother Mary. And they bowed down and they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And then having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they knew that he was a lying politician, that they returned to their country by another route. So these, these wise men, where did they come from? You know, who are they? We know that they came from the east. 
We know that, you know, the, the probably most popular song about them, We Three Kings, right? We Three Kings of, can we play that? No, I'm just kidding. Of, of, <laughs> I can't carry a tune in a basket, as you can tell. But um, we sing songs about these guys, wise men, magi. The, the Greek word there is they were magicians, magicians. They read the stars. But they weren't just, you know, when you think of a magician, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about like David Copperfield style, but these were very serious men, prestigious men that had spent their life studying astronomy. And through that, they, they had a theological side to their study. They believed that God was speaking to them through the stars. And the other thing that, you know, I haven't caught until just getting ready for tonight to be with you is there wasn't three. We don't know how many there were. We sing the, that song, you know, you know we, we Three Kings, but it doesn't give a number. There could have been, you know, three, 30, 300. I don't know, but we know they, you know, the plain things are the main things. They came from the east. They had gifts. And the reason they came is because they were following a sign from God. But where did they get their information? How did they know that this star would appear? How did they know to go to Jerusalem? The best that I could tell, 1,400 years before this story was written in the book of Numbers, there was another seer or magi, prophet. He wasn't Jewish. He wasn't a Christian. But he heard from God. And his name was Balaam. And there was a king that hired Balaam. You know, the king Balak was his name. And he had set up his, uh, his throne next to Jerusalem. And he didn't like the Israelites. And he didn't like what was going on. Um, with the Jewish people, and so he hired this seer, this, this magi, to put a curse on the Jews. And, and Balaam, when he started consulting with you know, his God, he found out that I can't curse what the true God is blessed. And this guy, was, he was interesting. He, I want to read this to you. He, it said at one point when he was hearing from God and he was on this journey, uh, it, that is, I'm just going to read it to you. That the Lord opened the donkey's mouth that he was riding, and he heard from a donkey. And this is what he said to him. What have I done to make you beat me these three times? He was kicking his donkey because it wasn't going where he wanted it to go. I would have asked, why are you talking? <laughs> but he heard from an animal. It's crazy. Some of the things in the Bible, we don't, I mean, I just, so, but anyways, he got it's known as four oracles. He got four things that he received from God, this magi, this prophet from the east. And this was one of them. Numbers 24, 17. I see him, but now I behold him, but he's, he's not near. A star will come out of Jacob, and a scepter will rise out of Israel. And so the best I can tell, these magicians, these magi, were going off of this verse. It was probably given to them and passed down for thousands of years, 1,400 years, and they're following this star, and they end up in Jerusalem. But what's more important to me than, than who these wise men were is what they were seeking. These were not kings, we three kings. These were king makers. These were men that had a lot of influence, these were men that had a lot of prestige and power. You, you didn't just roll up into a city or a town and meet with the king. You had to know people. You had to, you know, have influence. You had to have connections. And somehow they 
follow this star, and they end up getting right in with the king. But, but what I like about these magi is they were sincere, they were serious, and they were just trying to figure life out. What's, what's the purpose? Why am I here? Following the signs from God. Their sign was a star. For me, growing up, before I know, I, I wasn't, I didn't get raised, I wasn't raised in church, and church for me for a long time was being in the woods, nature, being in the water. And I'll never forget sunsets and sitting, you know, I love to surf, I like to just be on the water, period. Fishing doesn't really matter, I like being on the water. And I just remember thinking to myself, before I, you know, was a Christian, that there's got to be somebody behind this. There's no way that this just happened all by accident. And, and, and what steered me to church was, was seeing God in nature and seeing God in the things when I was outside. And, and, and I've heard so many stories of people that their journey was the same thing. That they, It wasn't really church or church buildings, but they were searching for a sign from God. But what happens is it doesn't matter where you start, it's where you end up. And God can use anything to get our attention. I've heard people tell me that animals have spoken to them, for real. And now I believe them. <laughs> like, I, like, like, literally, told them, you need to go to church, all right. You know, so, but, no, but not, not like that. But, but for, like, li- literally, it was through the craziest things that God got their attention. And what I'm finding is that God is in everything. It says, in him we live and move And have our being, John 1 says, everything was created by him. These magicians were following the stars. And the God of the universe used that to get their attention. And I want you to know tonight that our search for God can start in all kinds of places. And you may be here tonight and you're searching. You wouldn't call yourself a Christian. Maybe this is the first time you've come to church in a long time. And I want you to know you're welcome here. That I remember before that I really made that decision to trust God, to trust Jesus, I remember God talking to me and giving me all kinds of signs. And I didn't know quite what it was. I remember warning signs. There was this house that I was going to, doing things I shouldn't have been doing with people I shouldn't have been hanging out with. I'll never forget. I, and I, did, I, was, I was as Christian as a, as a tree. I mean, I was just like, you know, I, I was not at all involved in church. I honestly ran as hard as I could away from anybody religious. Didn't want to hear about it. Didn't want to talk about it. But, but God would give me these signs. I, or some, I, I didn't know yet, but something was, try, was guiding me in, in these magi. Before they got to, to Jesus, they didn't really know what to expect. They were just following the signs. But really, what I want to talk about tonight is what do we have in common with these men, with these magi? You probably didn't bring any gold bars with you tonight, or frankincense. If you brought some gold bars, feel free to bring them down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're probably not an astronomer. Maybe, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe you get your zodiac sign, or there's people, I, you know, I don't know. You probably didn't ride in on a camel um you know maybe you're not influential or you know you don't have a inside track to leading politicians of our day but what i liked about these men and what i think we all have in common here is that they had this 1400 year old verse 
And they traveled hundreds of miles following this star in the sky. And they get to the place where they thought for sure God was going to be. And he wasn't there. They didn't go to Bethlehem first. It says they went to Jerusalem. And that's probably why they had gold, because they went to the palace, because they thought for sure a king was going to be born in a palace. And he was going to have a dad who was a king. And so it would make complete sense to go to Herod and go to Jerusalem with their gold and frankincense and myrrh because they're going to meet with the king. And they get there and they get in the room with, with Herod and they find out God is not there. And the untold story here that I think you got to really read in between the lines is they followed a star and they ended up with a massive dose of disappointment. <laughs> I thought for sure I was on the path God was leading me on. I thought for sure that this, this was my sign and this was, this was my season. I thought for sure that she was the right one or he was the right one. I thought for sure this was the job. I went to school. I went to, everybody's got a disappointment story, right? I, I went to college. I got the degree, and then I started the job, and I cried all the way to work every day. I hated it, right? I mean, every, if we could sit down and have coffee together, you could tell me your disappointment story. Maybe they got a name. You know, I don't. But, like, but these, <laughs> yeah, and if they're with you tonight, don't look over. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Hey, hang on. I'm not finished. <laughs> no, it was the disappointments that led me to this one. Come on now. Yeah. I tell folks, if she ever leaves me, I'm going with her. She better pack my bags, too. But anyways, man, that was not scripted. But, uh, but we have disappointment stories. And what I'm, I'm finding in my life is that oftentimes disappointments are divine appointments. The Magi needed to go and meet with Herod. They needed to go to Jerusalem first. They needed to walk into that temple, that palace, and say, God is not here. Because it was the disappointment that opened the door to what was next. It was Jerusalem. It was that, that disappointing place that I've followed the star all the way to the palace. I know for sure he's here. And when they get there and they get let down, this is, this is the key. This is what the Magi did, and this is, I think, what we have in common with them, is they looked for God in their disappointments. Instead of just looking at the situation, they looked in it. Instead of just, you know, crying all the way home, they lost a job, they, or they lost the bet, right? Or they lost the, whatever it was that we were banking on that for sure was going to happen, and the disappointment comes. What the Magi teach, is teaching us, teaching me, is that when you find yourself in a place of disappointment, look for God in it. When you get fired, look for God. When that person leaves, look for God. When you've been following this sign and it ends up at a stable with a bunch of stinky animals in the middle of the night with shepherds and he went from the highest class to the lowest class, look for God. 
Because the natural reaction is to complain. <laughs> and the natural reaction is to give up or walk away or shake our fists at God. And you know, all that's okay as long as you keep looking for God. Because there'll be another sign. The Magi, they got another sign. God wasn't in the palace, but guess what? This crooked politician named Herod, God used that man. God can still use crooked politicians. Aren't you glad for that? Yeah, me too. And um, anyways, I'm not getting political, but Herod got the information from the scribes and Pharisees, the religious leaders, who would have never given that information to these, ma these magi. Herod secretly met with them, said, hey, he's not here, but I, I've got some friends, and they told me where he's at. He's in Bethlehem. <laughs> and so they hopped back on their camels, and they got their gold frankincense and mirror, and then they, 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 fought, they, they keep following the sign. And it says that the star, or whatever it was, I don't know if it was a star. I wish I did. I mean, has anyone in here ever seen a star move? Okay, don't raise your hand. I'm glad you didn't. You know, there might have been some substances involved, but uh, I haven't personally, not in a while. Uh, but but uh, they, they follow, I don't know what it was. Was it an orb? Was it, was it you know, uh, Elon Musk thinks it was two planets. I had someone come up to me after the first service and say it was definitely an angel. I don't know. But God kept giving these men signs. And I'm finding in life that you can't connect the dots looking forward. Sometimes you can look back and connect the dots, and we have stories like this that help us, that show us that closed doors just lead to open doors. But I've heard it said that when one door closes, another door opens, but it's hell in the hallway. <laughs> and I want you to see what these men did. I'm going I'm to read it together. When they saw the star... Verse 10, they were overjoyed. The disappointment led to another sign. And on coming to the place where they saw the child with his mother Mary, they bowed down and they worshiped him. They opened their treasures, presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And then having been warned in a dream, they didn't go back to Herod, the lion politician. They returned to their country in another route. You don't get anything else tonight. If you find yourself following a star in life and it ends up at a stable, don't walk away. Stay. Look at the disappointment. Because a lot of times God will show himself, and, and, and this is the other side of it. They didn't worry they didn't get their maps out and scratch their heads, right? It says when they got to that stable, they worshiped. They had the wrong gifts. They had gifts for a king. What good is a baby going to do with gold? Maybe a blanket would have been nice. Some bread, food. I don't, I don't know. But they, So they, they show up and it feels like it's, they, they didn't come prepared. But the real gift that these men gave that all of us in here tonight can give it was their worship. It was their worship. They worshiped in their disappointments. 
They worshiped when they didn't know if they were quite going the same way, if they needed to go a different direction. And that's the difference there between a door opening, another door opening, and a door just staying closed. It's what you do in the hallway. It's what you do in the hallway. And, and these magi, these magicians from the east, the least likely people in the world to know who Jesus was. They've been following the signs all along. And then the people that Jesus came for, the pastors, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the ones that knew where Jesus was born, they didn't even show up. Isn't that sad? The ones that had the... All the answers, they had the religious knowledge, they, they learned everything, I mean, they, were, they had all the knowledge, but they didn't go. And so tonight, what we're going to do together is we're going to worship. And I want to challenge you that if you're finding yourself staring at disappointment or a closed door or a relationship that's been ended, whatever it may be, don't let that stop you from worshiping God. Don't let that stop you from bringing and giving your best to him. Because what I'm finding is if we're willing and able to do that in seasons of disappointment, God's always got another sign. God always will bring, and your sign may be different than these magi. I mean, but God always speaks. I mean, God is speaking all the time. I don't think God is quiet. I think sometimes it takes disappointments and closed doors and darkness to really see the light and what God is saying. But these magi, they, they worshiped through the disappointment. And that's why they made it in this book. And that's why we're talking about them tonight. They shouldn't be there, but they're there. And so we all have that opportunity. And I want you just to bow your head and close your eyes. And, and, I, and I know, you know, maybe you're not facing disappointment in your life right now, and that's great. But this message is for someone in here that, man, you've just been let down so much. And it's even caused you to just start getting angry towards God. That, that, you know, you thought you were doing the right thing and maybe you were, you were following the signs. You were, you were going where you thought you were supposed to go and it ended up with a closed door. It ended up with a, not the way you thought that it was gonna turn out. I wanna encourage you that if you can worship in that moment, in those seasons of life, great things can happen. The lights can come back on. God can speak. Even in the darkest of times, even when we go through trials and tribulations, and so Father, we just thank you for the light You said that this child that was born in Bethlehem was more than just a baby, that in him was light. And that light was the light of men. It's how we navigate this life. And so, Lord, I just pray for every person that might, might have walked through some disappointing, discouraging, dark seasons, that tonight, as they lift that candle and they lift their voice, 
God, that the light would come back on in their souls, that the light would come back on inside of them, that, Lord, that you would just speak so clear and fresh to them. They may have had one disappointment after another after another that led them here tonight, but I'm praying that 2024 and from this moment forward is going to be different, that all that had to happen so that you could get right here. You had to show up in places where you declared God's not here. You had to show up in places where doors were shut. You had to go through that so that you could get right here. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We worship you tonight. We just ask that you would, God, do what only you can do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen.